Rockers and Mercuryans, Rock Mercury here. Welcome to the Rock Mercury podcast. I'm taking my walk today, and I'm just like, I don't even know what exactly I'm feeling. I feel like I've just been around about, like, listening to so much news about, um, so much news about our freedoms being taken away. <laughs> So this feels weird, but like, in my day today is beautiful. Like, I, I think I need to remember to separate the beauty of life from the insanity that's happening in the media and the world right now. Like, there just seems to be so much chaos going on right now. But we gotta take our time to go out on nature walks. So as I'm out here getting some vitamin D, some sunlight. Um, and I do want to talk about something that I that I watched yesterday um, regarding... I'll be be talking about Kanye for a while. I'll probably talk about him every day as this stuff is going on. Um, But Kanye's um, ex-media manager, Lee, was Jason Lee, um, he decided to talk about the situation on Hollywood Unlocked yesterday. And I kind of want to discuss a little bit about what he said. Um, A lot of stuff I disagree with on what he said, and yeah, I don't think, I, I don't know what I agree with exactly, um, I feel like he is trying to police Kanye, he just, he decided to part ways, oh, thank you, Mike, um, this is for the, for the hearts, I think he is trying to, um, at least, or Lork said, at least your freedom's being taken away while in a Beyonce shirt, I mean, it's funny you say that, I'm in this Beyonce shirt right now, so my, for who can't, who can't hear, Anybody who can't see me, I'm wearing the Beyonce shirt, wearing the um, the Renaissance. But you won't believe my freedoms were taken away for this shirt um, because I wore it in a few different lives that I posted on Instagram, and I get paid off Instagram. I have, I have a I'm part of their partner program or whatever it is, and I get paid off my views. Um, but I got demonetized for wearing this shirt, for wearing this shirt right here, and this shirt is the album cover of Beyonce's album, The Renaissance. The iconic Renaissance album that went number one in our hearts. I don't know, if, I don't know how I did on the billboards because I don't care about the billboards at all. Um, but I do want to talk about the situation with Nicki Minaj and um, Lotto, or, or her new name is Scratch Off, Miss Scratch Off. Um, they're trying to call Nicki Minaj um, the 40-year-old bully, how dare they? How dare they, how dare they? You know, it's just insane. I, I want to talk about all that. But first, I want to talk about this, this Jason Lee situation because I saw him trending on Twitter and I did watch the video. I watched his live video before he went to Cardi B's birthday party when he discussed Kanye West, Candace Owens, Antonio Brown, um, and some other situations. So I want to chat about that because um, I feel like there's some really shady, scandalous things that happened when it came to um, what he had to say, especially being an ex-employee of Kanye who treated him with nothing but kindness and paid him fairly. Um, I felt like there is just a lot that happened that he said was just super disrespectful, like super, super disrespectful. And I just, like very snake-like, you know, it felt very snake-like with Jason Lee. And I I used to be cool with Jason Lee. You know, he sent me money before, like I used to be, I used to like be a part of the Gag Nation family and stuff. And I do watch, sometimes I like hearing some of the tea, because even when people I don't agree with are um, 
you know, say some stuff, like even messy people, sometimes they still have some teeth that I'm interested in for the industry. So I still listen, you know, I don't feel like I have to like boycott him and be like, oh, I don't like how messy he is. I don't like how disrespectful he is to Nicki Minaj, which he's so disrespectful to her, um, which is why I really realized like I can't really F with him like that. Um, but this Kanye West situation, I think it was just very despicable what he had to say about it. As somebody who was the media manager who did hold the passwords for um, his Twitter, for Kanye West's Twitter account. And in fact, when he left, Kanye had to get the information and login information back from Jason Lee from Hollywood Unlocked um, in order to re-access his Twitter. And then that's where everything went down and he got suspended on Twitter, suspended on um, Instagram, world news, people labeling him, labeling him as anti-Semitic, all kind of BS um, that happened on Twitter. So um jason lee says that he predicted that this was this was going to happen he says he left jay um kanye on good terms i don't see that i don't see the way he left is good terms because kanye felt like he didn't want to talk to jason lee anymore and J- jason lee admitted this he didn't want to talk to jason lee anymore because anything that he asked him even anything kanye asked asked jason um jason said no to all the things he wanted to do and it's like, you know, you don't hire somebody to be your parent. You know, like, I don't, I, don't, I don't even know why Kanye even needed a media manager. He's already his own manager in general. I think he more of wanted kind of a, a training on the landscape of media. Because I will give it to Jason that he, that he has figured out a way to, to manipulate the media or like or I don't know, I don't know if manipulate the right word, but in a, but to utilize the media to grow his brand from nothing, you know? Um, and so I think that he wanted to kind of know more about the powers of Instagram or TikTok or all of these different platforms and Twitter or whatever. Um, I think he wanted to just have somebody to help him strategize at that point. But he, um, what's his name? Um, Kanye started off was saying like black lives matter you know like completely um not kanye Lee, um, uh, what's his name jason started off saying black lives matter in opposition to kanye saying white lives matter which i don't understand why people are so mad about that like it's so bizarre that this has become such a huge insulting word that people are calling even racist at this point um but anyway so he started off saying saying that um jason lee's also someone who um, has interviewed the owner of um, the owner and operator of Black Lives Matter, Patrice something. I forget her name, Patrice Coleman or I don't know, whatever her name is. But she's like the operator of Black Lives Matter. So she, he is um, aware of the situation. I felt like he was lied to with um, throughout his email, throughout his interview. I feel like there was a lot of dishonesty that was spoken about how she bought that $1.4 million house, which I, I get I get that it's not as much as it could be considered to be, especially in Los Angeles where prices for a $1.4 million house, that's not, that's not like a, that big of a house technically. I mean, even out here you can get a house for that price. Um, it's a big, big house out here for out here, but like it's, I don't know, I, I guess it's part of what they were saying but it's more about the money funneling for me. It's more about the fact that Black Lives Matter has 
fund it has um, gained over like $80 million, um, according to Candace Owens, and hasn't even like really supported the community. People haven't really been, feel like they've been lifted up or, um, or you know, funded in any way to make their lives better. But yet they're collecting all this money saying that they're making life better for a lot of people, which just hasn't been the case from what, I, from what I've experienced and from what, you know, you can just kind of see. Um, and so he was, he, he already had that bias because he had that person in the studio and he did the interview with her. Um, and I felt like she'd lie to him, but that's a whole different story, I guess. Um, all right, I'm out here at the beautiful lake, you guys. Gorgeous lake moment. Living for it. Um, but yeah, so he had to say that he felt like what Kanye was doing was very problematic and racist, whatever. Like, note, note that he is half white, um, Jason Lee. He is half white. I'm not saying that like changes his full opinion, but he has been racist in his past. He's said terrible things about black women. Um, Jason Lee has. It's really despicable things, colorist, colorist things, and he's tried to defend himself against it. Nothing has really defended it properly. Like it's he didn't even really do a good apology. Even. Like he's just been an internet troll through his whole career, but he made money off of it. And you know, I kind of respected that for a while because it's like whatever. Everybody's a troll. It's kind of funny to have comedy, but as he gets more and more into serious media and has big things to say or clown things to say about very important people who actually mean what they say um, as he starts to do that it just becomes less funny and less clownish and more problematic and I feel like Jason Lee at this point is just a problematic kind of snake-like um, character, character in the media and I don't even think that Kanye ever really trusted him I think he just more respected the audacity of him association with Candace Owens yeah, that's what Jason Lee said on the show he said like his association with Candace Owens and he doesn't have any um, is like is poisoning him and he doesn't have any real friends to tell him the truth and saying that um, somehow the shirt White Lives Matters is problematic enough to separate from and that he doesn't have the same political beliefs as Kanye so he doesn't want to be around him because he's running for president soon or to, to, uh, 2024 which is like two years um, it's just, it's a lot, it's a lot of betrayal, I feel, and although he tried to make it seem as if they're on good terms, how, like, they haven't talked in a while, and he made it clear that they haven't talked, they used to talk every day, when they were working together, as a media manager, now they don't talk much at all, um, but he has so much to say about the situation, and I just, I feel like he's been bamboozled, um, by this Black Lives Matter scam and cult. Um, and I think it's just very, it's just very bizarre how many snakes there are in Hollywood. Um, I know he's called Hollywood Unlocked, but, you know, his consciousness must be locked away somewhere. Because it's, like, very bizarre to do that to somebody you call a friend. Like, there's nothing, I still don't feel like there's anything wrong with what he said. And also, 
I don't feel like there's anything anti-Semitic about the tweet that he wrote as well, as well, as far as what Kanye wrote. Um, but yet there's people who really believe that there is. Um, and I just really feel some kind of way about the situation as a whole. Like, I think that, I think it's just important to, to recognize that this is like a bigger battle this is a bigger battle. This is a bigger battle than people are like are making it seem. And they're just like, oh, this let's shut Kanye up. Let's shut Kanye up. They're trying to shut us all up. They're trying to shut all of us up. And it's it's problematic and it's a big issue. And I hope that we wake up to it before it's too late. Because it's gonna be too late soon. It already is too late, it feels like it already is. But um As I was watching the Hollywood Unlocked episode or the gagging, gag nation, whatever, I just feel it's sad. It makes me sad. It's like there's no, there's no loyalty in this game. There's no, no loyalty. Um, and the racism against Candace Owens is just very disturbing to me. It's like people just say like, oh, she's bad, she's evil for the people, but then they never give you any good quote or good reason why they hate her. Um, she's the one that brought together Ray J and Kanye recently. She just brought them back together, like, in the same room. They hadn't been in the same room since that whole tape debacle where she went, where he went to get, to, where Kanye went to get the tape, the last tape, apparently, or the computer from, um, Ray J and gave it to Kim, and then she talked about it on her show. It's just bizarre. Like, they haven't, like, they've been in, at, at odds in since then because Ray J feels like Kanye did him dirty. And I feel like he did do him dirty. I, I do. I see what he's saying. I see what, what Ray J is saying. I feel like Kanye did do Ray J dirty by um, pretending to be like the hero and like, oh, I got that tape for you. And you know, when Ray J was trying to be cordial and give give him what he asked for, you know, this was all orchestrated by this cartel family who Candace Owens exposed as basically pimps and hos, pimps and hos, you know. Um, it's just, and you know, Kim is the HOs, so it's just very crazy how people just like diminish what she's trying to say and make it seem as if <sighs> somehow um, associating with this woman who has a free speech, has, a, has her own mind, somehow associating with her is an issue. The simple association makes it like problematic and self-hating somehow. And that's just bizarre to me. I'm like, how did you guys get to this result? How is that the result of this person who only speaks about what um, speaks about speaks with facts, speaks with real data and open and open conversation? It's, it's like I, I listen to her every day and it's like it's an open conversation she's trying to have with the people so I'm very disturbed I'm very disturbed by how this is all working out I'm, I'm hoping that Candace even has an episode today that talks about Kanye getting um, Kanye getting um, parting ways with Chase Bank or Chase with Chase Bank parting ways with Kanye you know I'm hoping that I see that episode because I'm very interested I just recently opened an account with Glorify, who 
which is Candace Owens. She's a co-founder of this bank, um, and it's supposed to be more more protected than these type of liberal themed banks. So I don't know. We'll see. I guess we'll see what happens. But I'm t I'm trying it out now. Oh, uh, but yeah, I just I don't understand how people don't see what's going on. Like, how do they not see? What's at play right now? Like, are they not... It's like they don't want to see it. Like they just don't even want... They don't want to recognize the shady stuff that's going on and how these traitorous me media companies... Like, imagine you hire somebody as your, as your marketing manager, your media manager, and then they come out and just, like, degrade your intelligence, you know, and... Make it seem as if you said something you didn't say. Um, act like they're like be problematic about a piece of art. Like that White Lives Matter shirt is a piece of art. And nobody had an issue when he was saying N-word this and N-word that and calling people B the B-word and all kind of stuff in his songs. But the second that he says something that is against the agenda that they that they try to feed and force feed the black community that's when everybody is like mad and they're like oh my gosh like how dare he go off off a script how dare he go off script which he literally said in a fox interview kanye said that he felt like he didn't even know his own wife he didn't know his own wife was so close to the clintons and then they were trying to keep him on a democratic a democratic um script and the second he went off and um had support for trump or anything the fact that he supported trump at all caused a lot of issues and they tried to like force them back into you know this slave mindset so it's disturbing like I just I have lost all respect for the Kardashians um for all, all the media honestly like it's just very it's a dark situation I, I don't have any respect for Hollywood Lock really or Jason Lee because it's very it is very flip floppy like it's it shows you why like alright their show is so toxic and the people who come on there are just have the most toxic thing to do is to say from their from their couches you know they're just at their couch talking mess um and that's her that's his commentators and they all just love him so much oh jason lee you can't do no wrong because they know that they don't want to get discarded the way he discards everybody else and so they're going to get discarded too they're all going to go into the same situation like they they may not know it now but they're going to experience it that's for sure it's going to be something to experience and I'm not, I don't feel bad for them. So, he also had a lot to say about Nicki Minaj in this Lotto situation. Um, or her name is Scratch Off, in my opinion. Good old Scratch Off. And they've been going back and forth about this Grammys nomination situation where, like, Super Freaky Girl got taken off of the, the hip-hop or rap chart, rap um, qualification. is not qualified to be nominated for rap, and now it's on the pop charts or pop um, nominations, whatever, which is insane because it's not a pop song, it's a rap song. But then Nicki just said that if that's the case, then then Big Energy by Lotto should also be um, moved to the pop category, which is true. Like if you hear those, if you hear those two songs, you can hear that they are rap pop in a way. But like it's, I feel like Nicki's song is way more rap because she she has like every verse is rap so i don't know how they're even qualifying it as pop if anything is pop rap but it's not it's not like it's not 
I don't know, it's not, like, fully pop. Like, it shouldn't be in the same category as, like, Adele or something, you know? So, this set up a whole battle online between Lotto and Nicki Minaj, where all these receipts were pulled up for private conversations, and Lotto was tired of being subtweeted, and she she called Nicki Minaj a 40-year-old bully and tried to age-shame her. Nicki Minaj returned with all kind of um, info talking about how she's a clout chaser, how Lotto is um, just mad because she denied, she uh, Nicki Minaj denied, denied Lotto three different features on three different songs. Um, Lotto claims it's two different songs, but Nicki said it's three, whatever, who knows, who cares. Um, two flops, three flops, still a flop. Um, and Nicki begins to call her a scratch off and says that it's funny that she calls she's calling her a um like she's age shaming her when she's the one that looks 30 years old like, like she's pushing 40 and i do agree with that like lotto looks older lotto definitely looks older she's not entertaining to me she's not very talented in my opinion i think the song only worked because they had the sample from mariah carey which would have been a whole interesting thing like she asked Nicki minaj to do a collab to do a feature she begged her or like at least asked her on the dms to do a feature song when at the sample of, of Mariah Carey knowing that Mariah Carey and Nicki Minaj do not see on the same page anybody who's watched the episode or the whole season of um, American Idol where they both hosted together they know that Nicki Minaj and, and Mariah are not friends anymore they used to be friends they did a great song together called Get Out My Face to be able to defend herself against other artists who've been attacking her forever. She's been attacked by Cardi, by Remy Ma, by, um, I thought, I wouldn't say Doja, but no, like, Doja's been respectful to her. Um, I think Coral Ray disrespected her at one point, too. Um, there's been other girl, Normani. I think there's some drama with Normani. And people are like, well, at some point, it's you. It must be you. It can't be these other girls. It must be you, Nikki. I'm like, is that true technically? Is it true that it must be her? Or is it that all these girls are corny and they are being funded by an op? Being funded by ops who want to diminish the power of Nicki Minaj. And I do believe that that's the case. I believe that Cardi is one of the biggest op-funded projects. She's an op-funded pro funded project to the core, in my opinion. Um, surprising that this is going on like this is it's just it's despicable behavior it's racist behavior in my opinion but like she are you guys really wanting Nikki to just decide like oh I'm just gonna go ahead and let myself be talked too crazy let myself 
let my word, let my character be assassinated, let you call me an old rapper or whatever, like say all these things, but then she, she not, she's not supposed to respond. I think that's gaslighting. And I feel like Lotto should be ashamed of herself for trying to manufacture a, a beef that never existed, you know? Nikki saw that this person was wasn't loyal. She already been she already went through a make the stallion situation where you like you try to support somebody and they they just shade you and attack you in return. She's already been through that. She's not interested in having part a hundred to that like part because there's been so many rappers who've done her dirty. Um, she's not in, she's not interested in the unloyalty of the current industry um, who's all trying to make another Nikki. You know like she's not interested in doing that again. Like, why is that a bad thing? Like, why is that disrespectful or, like, problematic that she doesn't want to be the punching bag anymore? Um, I was disgusted by by this Lotto and Nicki Minaj back and forth. It was just so disrespectful. Um, Lotto in the past had said that she looked up to Nicki, that was her icon. Like, she really, she raps because of her and all that stuff. Um, and this didn't seem like that. This situation didn't seem like that. She even re released a phone call between her and Nikki. Um, and I thought that was really messed up too. But Nikki knows that anybody who's communicating with her is probably recording it. It's a once in a lifetime thing to be able to even, um, to even be in communication with Nikki. And so she knows that people are, um, are going to be trying to use that against her. So I feel like she said exactly what she needed to say in order to put like to um to get her point across while knowing i feel like nikki knew she was being, being recorded and she and she um even tweeted she retweeted a tweet that said that too that nikki knows that she's been recorded and she said from from the beginning of the call she knows she knows um and she's very careful with her words so i felt that and they try to trip her up or get her call her just an emotional mad black woman and that's just not true it's not true and it's very frustrating to hear um people like all over a grammy's nomination like not but the bigger picture of it for me is like the grammys are so corrupt already they shouldn't even be respected i don't know why people even care about them anymore i have no idea it's so confusing to me it's like what has the grammys done for anybody but be racist like they had they've never given Nicki Minaj a grammy and whether you like her or not, her con contribution to the music industry has been undeniable. And for them not to give her a Grammy in all this time is extremely racist and problematic, but yet we still even care. And so my issue is that this whole back and forth came from a Grammy situation. The fact that like, that anyone was, would care that much. Now I get that Nikki was trying to defend herself for her song being taken off of the rap charts, which is crazy makes no sense and we're moved are moved from the grammys rap category but for lotto to come at nikki like that as calling her a bully or something just for speaking the truth like it just seems really just nasty it seems very like just like planned to get her some kind of clout to get her in the news you know oh you fought nikki minaj like it's almost like boxing it's like social media boxing you know even if you lose the boxing battle you still get paid the fight that's how boxing matches go you still get some kind of money you get more money if you win but you're gonna get some kind of money if you just get in the ring at all so it's like they want to just fight 
to get some re- relevancy and have all the fan bases get all upset and try to defend or attack each other. And um, it's just really a problematic situation from from square one, from beginning to end. It's just like, what? Like, what are we doing? Like, what is this? Like, over some white award, really? Like this pro- problematic Grammy team of Grammy people who make these decisions on who should get what award or who should get celebrated or this boring award show. Like, I have no interest. I just don't care. I've, I've posted many times after Recording Academy. Recording Academy is who throws the Grammys. But, like, F them. F them forever. Like, it doesn't... Like, why should I care? Like, why did... Like, why? I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like Nikki didn't even have to respond at all to anything with the Grammys, but I do get what she's saying. I agree I agree with what Nikki said, but it's like the Grammys have disrespected her so long that I feel like this is giving them even more notoriety that they have these girls fighting for a Grammy, for an award that means literally nothing. Like, what does this award actually mean at the end of the day? What does this award, what's the purpose of this award? Is it gonna put food on your table? Like, she's already such a huge star. Is the Grammy really going to make her a bigger star? Like, who cares about this, about these awards? Um, and if Lotto wants to be the little pawn and get these little crap awards that have been disrespecting the black community forever, like, whatever, go do your thing, I guess. But I don't know. It, just, it was just all, like, a really sad situation. It was f- very entertaining. I was in the gym tweeting back and retweeting and replying to everything that was going on i probably replied to every message just like engaged in it which i think maybe that's what they wanted everybody to be engaged whether it's positive or negative it's still it's still um publicity so i'm just i'm over it i think they're over it too i think Nicki minaj has been respected sorry disrespected the same way that Candace Owens has been disrespected all this time. Like, they're all, like, they, people are afraid of powerful black women. And they try to hold them down. They see whatever they can do to disregard their accomplishments. And to silence them and the power of their voices. This is a silencing act. This is a, like, you know, like Ariel in The Little Mermaid. It's like a... Like, let me, give me your voice and then you can walk in the land. Like, all they want is your voice. Like, take your voice away so that you can, you can walk with the people up above. You know? Very symbiotic. And speaking of Candace Owens, Candace Owens did, um, did say that Caribbean girls like Rihanna and Nicki Minaj are the vibe. So it's good to know that, like, at least some black women are supporting each other when there's such an attack going on. The beautiful birds are singing. I love hearing the birds and all the animals. Not all the animals, just some of the animals I love hearing. Some of them I'm like, why are you here? That's scary. Um, ooh, some bees. But, but yeah, that's, that's how I'm feeling about, feeling about that. I need to, I, I know Beyonce released a new visual for her renaissance theme party i heard that britney spears was there which is awesome the part the party looked like so much fun 
I haven't seen the videos yet. I'm here in Houston, so I, I wasn't able to attend the Renaissance party, but it looked like so much fun. I'm really interested to see the visuals once they come out. Because, um, you know, Beyonce always does it full out. Uh, so I'm just trying to, I'm not trying to focus on art. Like, I'm working on my new song right now that's going to feature Kim Kardashian, you know, and the new tape that I released, the new voice memo that she talks mess about, about Whitney. I'll be featuring that in my song, and I wish she would sue me for it. I wish she would come for me, because then it's going to make it even more a publicity situation. So I'm just like, no, I wish she would. Because <laughs> it's just like, I'm tired of her using the community for her success. That's all she's done through the years is just use the community, pit them against each other, and, um, and profit. That's all she's done. Like, I'm just, I can't support it. And I've worked with her personally. Like, in person, personally. Been in her home, everything. And it's just like, no. No, like, you can't keep doing this. You can't keep getting away with this. So, anyways, my walk is over. I enjoyed myself. Hope you guys enjoyed some of these topics. I just like to get all that off my head. Um, I'm just going to work on my song for now. I have some other work to do, too. But, but yeah, this is, it's very, it is, it's a weird world right now. Like, it's been weird. It's not like we really ever had freedom of speech, but it's so crazy to see the hypocrisy fall upon itself. You know, like even the rules that they made up, they're not sticking to those even. And that's the frustrating part. So I think Kanye kind of proved his point by getting silenced. He said one thing and got silenced immediately. It really is the ultimate um, point prover. He didn't lose. I know people think he lost, or I didn't even lose. I, I, got, I got suspended for even speaking about it, and I didn't even lose because I got more views from my videos talking about how I got suspended than I would have normally. Like, a lot more views. So it's like, okay, like I didn't lose. I can take a little week break. Fine with me. I'm here on Instagram. I need to build this up anyways. So... Thank you all for joining me today. I appreciate it. Um, I'm going to get on off of here and get some work done. So thank you so much, Rockers and Mercuryans. I'll be posting this today. Rock on. I'll talk to you all soon. Bye.